Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. On today's episode, Clearing Up the Carb Confusion Part 2, we're going to kind of dive deep down into the specific type of carbs and which ones are healthy for us, which ones we maybe need to be more careful with, and then I'm going to go through the amounts with you as well. Now, in my experience with clients, most people don't have to go really low in carbs to see great results for things like weight loss, for lowering fasting glucose, or for lowering triglycerides. You can achieve these health benefits by switching to just healthy carbs. The kicker here, though, is eating sensible portions of these foods is extremely crucial. So let's start by talking about the carbs you definitely want to limit. Please keep in mind when I say limit, this does not mean eliminate. Okay, I find people often, that's kind of what they sort of hear, but limit really means having something less often and or eating it in smaller quantities. Okay, so the first carb to limit are those added sugars. So I'm not going to go through the amounts. Um, if you want to hear more about that, you can go back to the Taming the Sweet Tooth podcast where I went through all that. But basically the gist of this is we eat a lot of added sugars in this country. And small amounts of added sugars are certainly fine. But when we eat them in large quantities and we do that, you know, pretty regularly, that tends to affect our insights insides, right? It affects our weight. Um, Our risk for type 2 diabetes starts to go up. It affects our different lipids, like it'll make your cholesterol go up and your LDL cholesterol. It makes your HDL, the healthy cholesterol, go down. And for sure, it can really affect triglyceride levels as well. It also makes blood pressure go up. Um, It affects your liver over time. Too many added sugars and the refined carbs, um, other refined carbs I'm going to talk about next, um, really increase our risk for non-alcoholic fatty liver disease where you get um, too much fat that builds up around your liver and then that affects how your liver functions. Um, Too many added sugars fires up your uh, fire up the dopamine receptors in our brain um, and this leads to really intense cravings and then the latest research really shows that too many added sugars may be killing off the healthy bacteria in our microbiome. This also goes for um, like the um, artificial sweeteners as well, okay? Um, And what this does is if we take in too many added sugars or artificial sweeteners, it allows the bad bacteria to proliferate and take over in our guts, which we don't want either. Um, So too many added sugars can also affect how you feel because of how they are metabolized. So they break down quickly, causing a spike in blood sugars, and then they come crashing down. And this results in a roller coaster effect, and you're going to feel kind of crummy, right? You don't want your blood sugars going up and down constantly. You want to keep them kind of a little more steady. The three best ways to decrease your amount of added sugars, number one, back, cut way back on sugary drinks. These are the number one source of added sugars. So I'm talking stuff like soda, fruit drinks, sweetened tea. And yes, ladies, I'm sorry to add this one in here, but the coffee drinks too. So be careful of those. Um, Second tip, second highest source of added sugars is really really watching the desserts and the baked goods, cakes, cookies, pies, donuts, all that lovely fat and sugar combinations, right? Um, Again, not eliminating entirely, but just limiting, cutting back on them, 
watching the portion size. Um, tip number three, look for sources of hidden added sugars. So check in those food labels. Um, surprising sources for a lot of people can be uh, cereals, even some of the whole grain cereals. Look at cereal bars, granola bars, um, energy bars, things like salad dressings, condiments, and then sometimes um, the different flavored yogurts can have a lot of added sugars too. So again, check your food labels, compare different brands, look for ones that have less added sugars. Your goal is to have less than 24 grams of added sugars per day, kind of around that number. Um, children, it's less than 25 grams per day, and for the men in your lives, they get a little bit more, but it's less than 36 grams per day. All right, let's jump to the second carb to limit. And these are the refined white starchy foods. So think white bread, regular noodles, um, a lot of the crackers we eat, and then a lot of the fun snacky stuff, you know, like pretzels would fall into here, a lot of breakfast foods like just regular you know, white bagels, pancakes, waffles, those kind of things, okay? A lot of these foods are made from refined, sometimes enriched flour, but basically the fiber has been stripped from them and a lot of the nutrients as well, okay? So it's missing key things. Um, this, These foods can also cause that roller coaster effect that I talked about before with the added sugars. Now, it's okay to eat the refined white starchy foods on occasion or really just watching the portion sizes of them. I'll get to the healthier options here in kind of a few moments, okay? So you're probably wondering which carbs you can have because I just told you to stay away from certain ones. So I'm going to go through three main categories of healthy carbs that you want to be eating on a daily basis, okay? First one, probably no surprise, but vegetables and fruits. Only about 10% of the U.S. population currently eats the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables each day, so this this is definitely um, an area most of us could improve upon. Generally, you want to eat more non-starchy vegetables versus fruit and starchier vegetables, Pretty much because these, uh, the non-starchy vegetables, are very low in calories compared to other foods. Um, in fact, it's the only food group I can tell you eat as much as you want here, okay, for the most part. Every half cup of non-starchy vegetables is about 25 calories. You compare that to fruit, which is about 60 to 80 for the same quantity. And then for the starchy vegetables like potatoes, sweet potatoes, um, corn and the winter squashes, a half a cup is about 100 calories. Um, in fact, I count the starchy vegetables kind of more as a grain in many cases because of this. Um, so I mentioned the fruit before too, and it certainly is very healthy. It's a healthy carb, but it does need to be limited, especially if you're trying to lose weight or if you're trying to keep your blood sugar levels under control. So generally here about two to three servings a day for most women is fine. If you have higher calorie needs, you could maybe bump that up to four servings. Um, keep in mind a serving is about a half a cup of cut up fruit. Um, if you're eating a whole piece of fruit, it's like a small to medium size. If you can visualize a tennis ball or um, make a fist, um, and a fist is roughly about a serving for fruit. Um, if you eat berries or melons, you get a little bit more. It's about a cup. 
Okay. Fruit is also best if it's spread out during the day. So don't save your three servings and kind of eat them all at the same meal as well. Okay. Um, and my strategy to get in enough fruits and vegetables um, is I try to make sure at each of my main meals that I'm eating either a fruit or a vegetable. Um, vegetables are a little tougher for me um, just because they, they do require more preparation. So if I don't eat them, say at lunch or at breakfast, then I might you know, double up on them at one of the other meals to make sure I'm getting those in. Okay. All right. Second category of healthy carbs are the legumes. These are your dried beans, your split peas, your lentils. These are some of the healthiest foods around. Okay. They're a great source of protein. They're excellent source of magnesium. This helps to keep your blood pressure down. And the, this category of foods are one of the highest sources of soluble fiber. Soluble fiber lowers cholesterol, and it also slows down digestion, meaning it's going to help keep your blood glucose levels a little more steady. Now, the big standout here with the legumes are a substance, and it's called resistant starch. Resistant starch remains intact until it reaches your colon. The healthy bacteria in your colon... Um, they kind of, um, the healthy bacteria in your colon kind of eat the resistant starch and this creates more healthy bacteria. And then they produce something called short chain fatty acids in that process. These short chain fatty acids have a powerful, um, health effect. They keep the lining of your colon healthy. And then, um, some of them happen to your bloodstream and they travel to your heart and they, in your liver and they help keep blood pressure down and they help with cholesterol and blood glucose management. So they're super healthy foods. I'm sure many of you have heard some of those sayings. Um, I remember these from my childhood. Beans, beans are good for your heart or beans, beans, the magical fruit. There's a lot of truth in this, right? You know how it ends up. Gas is produced in the making of short chain fatty acids. But what I want you to keep in mind is this is good gas. So don't let that stop you from eating these very healthy foods because your body is doing amazing stuff after you eat them. All right, now the goal with um, the legumes or these different beans, split peas, lentils, is to try to eat them roughly about four times a week or more. Um, each time, roughly, I would start small, about a half a cup, maybe three quarters of a cup, maybe working up to a cup. And I would start with eating them maybe just two days a week and two non-consecutive days, okay? So your body gets used to breaking them down, and after a while, you won't produce as much gas, all right? You'll still make the short-chain fatty acids, but you won't be as gassy feeling. All right, the best way to include uh, the legumes, add them to soups, to chilies, to mixed dishes, mash them, eat them as a dip, you know, with raw veggies. Um, so lots of great ways to include them in there. All right, third category to focus on for healthy carbs are the whole grains. Now, this is a really misunderstood category of foods. Um, a lot of people are scared to eat them. They think um, it's going to be bad for them. But to be honest, there's a, t there's a ton of research that backs up eating three or more servings of whole grains each day. Uh, people who eat the recommended three servings a day tend to have lower body mass indexes. They tend to have smaller waist circumferences, lower cholesterol, lower blood pressure, reduced risk of type 2 diabetes and heart disease and many cancers, and they also usually have lower rates of depression as well. 
Um, if you're if you have to be careful of gluten, you can still eat grains. Just choose the gluten-free whole grains like rice and um, quinoa are big standouts. Buckwheat is also a great option. You could also consider doing starchy vegetables as well. Again, I told you earlier I count that um, kind of more as a grain because of the calorie and kind of the carb content that's in there. Um, so you could consider those as options too if you if you have to be careful of gluten or if you're gluten sensitive. Okay, so a couple big tips with um, whole grains. So first big thing, if you're eating a lot of the refined or enriched versions of starchy foods, just switching to the whole grain versions is a really good start. If you eat white bread, switch to the whole grain bread. If you eat white rice, switch to brown rice or black rice or red rice. There's lots of different kinds out there. Um, the other big thing is with the whole grains, I find is the quantity. The biggest problem is we eat just large portions of grains, okay? Um, sometimes we're even eating a whole day's worth of grains at one meal. So let me go through the amounts here and what's recommended because I think this is key for a lot of people. Because um, I find in looking at food records, this is the one food group where people tend to go the most overboard. Now, for most women, your goal is to eat about maybe um, three, possibly up to six servings a day. Now, the serving sizes are small. A serving is one slice of bread. It's about a half a cup of cooked grain or pasta or rice. Um, if you're eating the starchy vegetables, it's a half a cup cooked there as well. All of these servings are roughly 80 to 100 calories. If you're looking at um, food labels, you can kind of figure stuff out that way as well. So um, again, as far as amounts to aim for, if you have a lower calorie level, like somewhere between 1,200 to 1,400 calories a day, you're going to aim for about three to four servings of whole grains in a day. If it's 1,400 to 1,600, you can bump that up to five servings a day. And if you get more calories, like 1,700, 2,000, you're maybe more at like six servings a day. Um, but to put this into perspective and how it can add up quickly, if I were to go across the street to a bagel store there and I get you know, a bagel, that's roughly a three and a half to four ounce bagel. That's going to be about three and a half to four ounces from the grains group. If I go to a Chinese restaurant um, or an Asian restaurant and get some rice with my meal, um, a lot of people will put a ton of rice on their plate. On average, they're probably putting about a cup and a half to two cups on there. That's about three to four servings. Think of pasta when you go out to eat. The average dinner, there's about seven cups of pasta on the plate, believe it or not. Okay? Seven cups of pasta is 14 servings. Please don't eat the whole thing. Even if you ate half of it, that's still seven servings, and it's more than what you need in a whole day, and that's all at one meal. Okay? So again, with the whole whole grains, switch to whole grain versions, and then really watch the portion sizes there, okay? So again, just to recap things from today's episode, three top things to remember. Number one, carbs are not the enemy. Uh, number two, choose healthy carbs with fiber in them. And tip number three, eat sensible portions of carbs. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Queen of Hearts podcast. Until next time, be the ruler of your own heart. Thank you.